Hello, it's me. It's Back to the Basics. I'm back again. This is Season 4, Episode 3. Codependency is not healthy. It's very unhealthy. So, I know the first episode I really went into narcissism, and then my last one I went into self-love and self-respect. So, I'm going to be reading out of an article that was done actually in 2020. Um, It's, let me see, out of Very Well Mind. The title is What is Codependency? And it was written by Wendy Rose, looks like gold, capital G-O-U-L-D, and this is dated December 8th, 2020. This article was medically reviewed by Dr. David Suzman. So, what is codependency? Codependency refers to a mental, emotional, physical, and or spiritual reliance on a partner, friend, or family member. The term was originally coined in the 1950s in the context of Alcohols Anonymous to support partners of individuals who abused substances and who were entwined in the toxic lives of those they cared for, says Dr. Renee Exelbert, a licensed psychologist and author based in New York. This is still true, but today codependency covers a much broader spectrum. Now, <clears throat> Codependency is not a clinical diagnosis or a formally categorized personality disorder. Generally speaking, codependency incorporates aspects of attachment style patterns developed in early childhood, and it can also overlap with other personality disorders, including dependent personality disorder. Codependency can come in all shapes and sizes and varying levels of severity. Foundationally, it is due to poor concept of self and poor boundaries, including an inability to have an opinion or say no, says Dr. Mark Mayfield, who is a licensed professional counselor. So it's okay to say no and to establish boundaries and to have a strong sense of self. He adds that codependency can develop in all sorts of relationships, such as parent-child, partner-partner, spouse-spouse, and even co-worker-boss. Signs of codependency. As outlined above, codependency refers to an imbalanced relationship pattern where one person assumes responsibility for meeting another person's needs to the exclusion of acknowledging their own needs or feelings. Codependency is a circular relationship in which one person needs the other person who in turn needs to be needed. The codependent person, known as the giver, feels worthless unless they are needed by and making sacrifices for the enabler, otherwise known as the taker. Dr. Exelberg. 
And this is why it's very it's very unhealthy on both sides. Because it's one sided. Um it's unhealthy for the giver and it's definitely unhealthy for the taker. Codependent relationships are thus construct, constructed around an in, inequity of power that promotes the needs of the taker, leaving the giver to keep on giving often at the sacrifice of themselves. According to Dr. Mayfield and Dr. Exelbert, signs of codependency might include some, but not necessarily all, the following. And um, here's going to be, whew, this is a list, so just bear with me. A sense of walking on eggshells to avoid conflict with the other person. That's not good. So that's just withholding a person's, you know, true emotion and how they feel. Feeling the need to check in with the other person and or ask permission to do daily tasks. Oh, boy. Often being the one who apologizes, even if you have done nothing wrong. Hmm. Feeling sorry for the other person, even when they hurt you. Oh, yeah. Regularly trying to change or rescue troubled, addicted, or under-functioning people whose problems go beyond one person's ability to fix them. Doing anything for the other person, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Putting the other person on a pedestal, despite the fact that they don't merit this position. A need for other people to like you in order to feel good about yourself. Struggling to find any time for yourself, especially if your free time consistently goes to the other person. Feeling as if you've lost a sense of yourself or within the relationship. Now, I know there was a comment made that marriage, you know, that that's what marriage is, is codependency, but that's not healthy for anybody. It doesn't matter if the the man in the relationship is the giver and the woman's the taker, or if it's the woman that's the giver and the man is the, is the taker, that's not healthy. I mean, just looking at the first thing that was read, a sense of walking on eggshells to avoid conflict with the other person. Um... I believe a person should experience security and be safe to be vulnerable with someone else. Um, that's just a and that and that causes a problem because it it causes a lack of communication. Apologize, yeah, apologizing if you didn't do anything wrong, yeah, that that just causes problems. And as far as trying to change or rescue, people are going to be who they want to be. And if they don't, if an individual doesn't see a, a problem, then they're not going to take steps to change or to try to fix the problem doing anything, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. That's where setting boundaries is so important. I 
personally, this one right here, putting the other person on a pedestal, despite the fact that they don't merit this position, I personally don't want to be put on a pedestal. Now, I don't need to be worshipped or anything like that, personally, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not perfect myself. There's always room for improvement. I need for other people to like you in order to feel good about yourself. Your value shouldn't be placed in somebody else. And But here's the thing. Struggling to find any time for yourself, especially if your free time consistently goes to the other person, it's okay to be by yourself just to self-reflect, decompress for a little bit. Um, even, you know... Even within, like, fiancé, fiancé, you know, husband and wife, it's okay to have some free time to yourself. Feeling as if you've lost a sense of yourself or within the relationship. Let me keep going. Why codependency is an unhealthy dynamic. While everyone has loved ones, and feels responsible for those loved ones, it can be unhealthy when someone's identity is contingent upon someone else. This dynamic has also been referred to as a relationship addiction. Some people <laughs> say, like, it's a... a, a it's not a relationship, it's an addictionship or a situationship, you know. This dynamic has also been referred to as a relationship addiction because people with codependency often form relationships that are one-sided, emotionally destructive, and or abusive. And that's where it leads to if you have one person taking and the other person giving Okay, here we go. Even if the giver doesn't feel this way immediately, they likely enjoy giving their love and being relied upon. It can develop to very unhealthy degrees as the relationship progresses. Another inherent issue is that it becomes difficult for the giver to extricate themselves from the relationship since they might feel the other person relies on them so much, even if they know in their gut it is the right thing to do. Conversely, the taker will feel so reliant on the other that they can have difficulty leaving a toxic relationship as well. Okay, how to reduce codependent tendencies. The first step in reducing codependent tendencies is to focus on self-awareness. This can be done on your own. Uh, of course, but Dr. Mayfield also stresses the importance of therapy to help you really unravel your codependent tendencies. Okay, let me see here. This is what, okay, this is what Dr. Exelbert says, become president of your own fan club, learn to speak lovingly 
and positively to yourself and resist the impulse to self-criticize. Take small steps towards some separation in the relationship. I agree. Sometimes you just got to go separate ways at times. Seek activities outside of the relationship and invest in new friendships. Focus on figuring out the things that make you who you are and then expand upon them. When tempted to think or worry about someone else, actively turn your attention inward. This takes practice, so be kind to yourself along the way. Keep going. Stand up for yourself if someone criticizes, undermines, or tries to control you, says Dr. Exelbert. By working on building your own sense of self-esteem, you'll find more strength in yourself. So it's okay to stand up for yourself. Um, Don't be afraid to say no to someone who you don't really want to do something. If one-on-one therapy doesn't appeal to you, consider trying a support group or group psychotherapy. So, and here I'm going to address something real quick. It's okay to stand up for oneself, particularly if someone, particularly if you catch someone in a lie. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that slide. Um, if someone, if you, you know, if an individual has already set boundaries and there, and there seems to be a persistent you know, trying to move the goalposts, trying to, you know, constantly sort of, you know, breach, you know, the boundaries that are set, then that's a problem. Because to me, that that doesn't, um, that does, that shows that that individual doesn't have respect for the other. That's just my opinion. Um, And as far as as, uh, what I'm hearing, you know, as far as um, women submitting, yeah, I agree that a woman should submit. She should submit to her husband. But here's here's the thing: um, is this husband, is this man, a righteous man? Because if he's not a righteous man, if he's not a man of integrity, then that a woman is being led by someone who is not righteous and that just causes problems. Um, it does. Um, because to me, you know, a relationship isn't to me, and this is just me, there has to be, I, I believe in balance I don't, you know, I don't even like to raise my voice, uh, you know, past a certain point, point, but in arguing different things like that. Yet, if emotional abuse or abuse is going on, then that needs to be addressed. Let me keep going. Codependency is a nuanced behavior that comes in many forms and levels of intensity and often leads to an unhealthy relationship. 
dynamic that progressively gets worse over time as the codependent person loses a sense of themselves. Self-awareness and active redirection from the behavior is key in reducing codependent tendency. Be kind to yourself as you work through years of learned behavior. And that's pretty much what it's saying. Codependency is a learned behavior and that it can be unlearned. And that is the end of the article. But codependency is just not healthy. It's not healthy for a relationship. Not healthy at all. But those are just some of my thoughts. Some people may disagree about, well, you know, women need to submit. It doesn't matter what type of man he is. Oh, yes, it does matter what type of man he is because that woman is entrusting, you know, once you um, say those vows, you are, you know, there is a level of trust there. And I don't believe a woman should be led or submit to just any type of man. Um, and that's just my opinion. You know, and of course, I may get backlash and you may say, well, well, what if the woman isn't righteous? Well, if she, you know, um, her righteous husband will have an influence on her if she permits it. And if, you know, she doesn't, then, well, that may, that marriage or union may not last. I mean, the, um, the sacred text talks about being unequally yoked and, you know, there are some times where things might not work out because people are unequally yoked. And that, to me, when I look at codependency, that's sort of what, you know, that's sort of what it is. <laughs> you have someone attempting to do the work of two in a relationship, no matter who it is, whether it's the man or the woman, and that's not healthy. It's not, it's not good physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It's exhausting. It's not healthy. Marriage, you know, and this is to me what I believe marriage to be, you have two whole people coming together. And at a certain point, they get to know each other, and then, you know, things progress, and then their lives merge. And it's a partnership. It's teamwork. It's not just um, one person. Me, personally, um, I wouldn't feel comfortable with my spouse going to work every day, and then I just sit at home, you know, 
and clean house and cook. I would want to, you know, contribute, even if it's part-time, I would want to contribute to the household. And that's just me. Um, but that's when I when I think of of marriage. Marriage is it shouldn't be a competition of who makes more um, or anything like that. And certain people they don't know the difference between control and love. Um, if I believe that, you know, if a, a righteous man and he has the attributes of God, then he's going to love that woman. And as far as her submitting, I think, you know, at that point, submitting uh, should come naturally. You know, but I'm still learning myself. So, but I did want to talk about codependency. I'm like, man kind of hard, you know, to talk about, to go in on narcissism and then just not, and then just leave codependency. Because in that case, you could have a narcissistic person be, you know, and who ha who is also a codependent, and then their partner can have codependent tendencies. Or their partner can be an empath, and that, and that just makes a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so... Now, why did I go there? Well, again, this is a School of Life series. I'm not a mental health professional. Um, I'll, I'll say that as a disclaimer. If you do need help with codependency, I definitely recommend you seek out, you know, a mental health, a trusted mental health professional, and go get therapy. Ain't nothing wrong with going and working on yourself. Um, none of us are perfect. <laughs> but I hope that me reading that article shed some light on a few things. Once again, this was coming out of Very Well Mind, What is Codependency, written by Wendy Rose Gold. December eighth, twenty twenty. Medically reviewed by David by Doctor, excuse me, Doctor David Suzman. Alrighty. I love you as a sister. Um, I felt that I said, Well, I covered narcissism, I might as well cover codependency. Um, if you do notice, you know, that you're going a little bit too into, you know, people pleasing and not setting boundaries. Just just know that hey, it's it's a learned behavior and it can be unlearned. It's okay to say no. It's okay to set boundaries and in and enforce those boundaries. Uh ladies and ladies, one, one more thing I'm going to say. 
you can't fix anybody. <laughs> and you definitely can't re-raise anybody. And that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. You can't, yeah, don't, don't, don't even try. <laughs> the best thing you can do, you know, you can say what you can say, but sometimes it's best to just cut it short. Okay, <laughs> I'm being serious. Can't be. I would. I would highly discourage attempting to be anybody's mom <laughs> at this point. If you're the spouse, just be the spouse. If you're the girlfriend, just be the girlfriend. You know, he he already. You know, the individual already has a mom. Yeah, don't try to be a second mom. It just, it's just, it's just, it's just, no, don't do it. It's just, it, it, yeah, cause a whole bunch of problems. And for the men, I will say this: don't try to be her dad. She already has a dad. I know. I'm going there. I know. I'm going there. Don't, don't try to be her dad. Don't do it. You the husband. You be the husband. The boyfriend. The fiance. Don't try to be your dad. Don't do it. You guys say you want black women to submit, then don't <laughs> don't try to be her dad. You know, be respectful, ladies. Be respectful. <laughs> Just like I said, self love, self respect. That's when we have to talk to each other, because I know she, like I said, I ain't perfect. I, shoot, I've lost patience and raised my voice a few times. You know, at times it does, get, you know, it gets it gets to the best of us, but that's where we have to, you know, exercise emotional control, which is a part of emotional intelligence. But yeah, I had to go there. Yes, I had to poke fun. People already have parents. You don't need to try to be a second mom or second dad to them. Don't do it. It just causes problems. <laughs> and for all of the people out there who are not codependent, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, just keep doing your thing. You're not people pleasing. You don't care what none of these people think about you. That's good. Just keep being yourself. Keep being yourself. I love you as a sister. I hope this was helpful to you. I know I poked a little fun and I ran it at the end. Y'all know how it is, okay? I love you as a sister. I hope that this was helpful to somebody. And the next episode, I'll probably go into submission. The Most High protect you, lead, and guide your footsteps. Peace. I'm gone. <laughs>